Welcome to Microsoft Mechanics. Coming up on the show, if you have Red Hat solutions in your IT environment, we'll explore how you can use the hyperscale of Azure to run and manage those solutions, including pre-built Red Hat Enterprise Linux images in the Azure Marketplace, integrated support to help you troubleshoot issues and get access to Red Hat resources, and how you can take your on-premises apps and run them on top of a Red Hat OpenShift infrastructure running on Azure. Joined again by Corey Sanders, who leads the team for Azure Compute. It's great to be back, Rick. Now, last time you're on the show, we covered how you can get instantaneous infrastructure resources for your app workloads in the cloud and on-premises using Azure Resource Manager templates, but we covered Microsoft resources. How has your team been thinking about how to support popular Linux and open source solutions such as Red Hat? Yeah, we've had really exciting usage of Linux for, for quite some time, actually, Rick. Uh, we've had deployments uh, from great customers, whether they be Scheipel Airport, uh, First American Trust. Uh, we've seen great application deployments like DataSex and Cloudera. It's really been fantastic to see the growth and the energy around deploying Linux in Azure. In fact, one out of four VMs today are deployed Linux in Azure. Hmm. Very exciting. And with this big growth, it's been really wonderful to bring in Red Hat to the fold um, and do a, a joint partnership with them to be able to offer Red Hat solutions directly in Azure. So why don't you actually give us a shot and show us what it looks like? Absolutely, Rick. So I'm going to start off here in a, in a slightly different place than you'd expect perhaps these demos starting. A little bit uncomfortable, actually, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to start in the CLI, which is the command line interface. And this is really the best way to deploy Linux-based solutions in Azure. And of course, I'm deploying this on a Mac, as you can see. Mm -hmm. And so all of these experiences enable me to take, take track of all of the deployments I've got, all of the resources I've got deployed, all from this command line that I've installed here. Okay. So first thing I do, I'm going to actually log in. Kind of a great place to start. And so one of the important things about logging in is that for a lot of corporations, they want to make sure they have all of the access control that they normally would have. Mm -hmm. And so the way that we enable that is by creating this login experience where I uh, go into the website device login. And so I'm going to go over here and hit device login. And I pass in this code that was supplied to me by the CLI. And see, it tells me, look, the Microsoft Azure CLI, this is who told, sent you this code. And I can log in here, and now I can log in using all of the Azure Active Directory controls I normally would use. Yeah, okay. So multi-factor off, whatever it may be. So I'm going to click and, and log into this account, and it tells me I'm, I'm ready to roll. Mm -hmm. So I'll go ahead and close that, and I'll go back over to the CLI, and so here, here I am. And I've got all my subscriptions ready to go and ready to play with. So the first thing I want to do is I actually want to deploy a VM. Right? I'm looking to deploy a Red Hat VM, so I need to understand what options I have. So the very first command that I'm going to use is vm image list west us. And that's what I want to deploy. Mm -hmm. it's, it's nearby. And so from here, the publisher will, of course, Red Hat. Red Hat. And so this is going to tell me all the options I have. So I've got a Red Hat image uh, that's available version 6.7, and I've got a Red Hat image version 7.2. Now I'm ready to actually start the VM. So to start this, a very simple command, Rick. I can go in and do a very easy Azure VM quick create. And this is going to prompt me for all the options to go create the virtual machine that I want. Mm -hmm. Now, the most important part of this is I am going to use an SSH key. Because you could look over my shoulder and steal my password. You could get into my virtual machine, and that's just not acceptable. <laughs> and so I'm going to use an SSH key to lock you out of the system specifically. Oh, nice. And so to do that, I actually need to type in the SSH public key file. And from there, I'm going to type in the location of that file. And so this is just sitting. I've already created it. And it's just sitting here in my, in my account. 
And so it is uh, red hat sshkey.pub. And so with this, it'll prompt me for all the parameters that I want to set for this, for this virtual machine. So first, the resource group. So red hat rgdemo11. One, one. And then the virtual machine name. So let's do red hat vm11. One, one. Location, like I said, West US, mm -hmm. it's nearby. I am going to use Linux for this deployment. Now, here I get to pick the image name. And so I'm going to pick Red Hat. I'm going to pick Red Hat Enterprise Linux. And so that is the publisher name is Red Hat. And then the offer is, is RHEL, as you can see from this uh, section up above. Mm -hmm. The SKU is 7.2. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to pick the latest and greatest. That's the type of person I am. And for version, I can actually type in latest. And so this is going to pick the latest regardless of what time I deploy. And the beautiful part about this, we're constantly updating these images with the latest version, patched version, and so on, working with Red Hat to deliver on that. Mm -hmm. And so with this, now I know I'm getting the latest version. Now username, type in Corey, and so password. I was about to say, you, you, you're going to use an SSH key. Why is it prompting you for password? Exactly. So you leave this blank, and it will fall back to the SSH key that I've already delivered. Oh, so okay. I'll go ahead and leave those blank. And with that, away I can go and spin up my virtual machine, and it's off to the races. It'll create the storage account, create the network, and away we go. Mm -hmm. But we're not going to wait for that. I don't think you have time. You're a very busy guy. <laughs> so we're actually going to go to the VM already, a VM that's already been created in my account. So this is Red Hat VM. And so I'm going into the portal experience. So you can see I've got this running here uh, on the portal experience. Red Hat VM. So I click in here, it's running. You can see I've got the CPU uh, monitoring down here. It's running in West US, as I said, uh, and it's got D1. This was all created with that, with that simple command. Mm -hmm. So once I've got this running, gosh, maybe something goes wrong, right? And so I, I need to go investigate. I need to go see what, what could be, could be uh, the problem. So first, I'm going to start with boot diagnostics. And this will allow me to go in and look uh. at the actual serial output of the virtual machine. Okay. So I scroll down here. You can investigate. You can take a look. Oh, you know, what's this Linux machine telling me? Uh, what could be wrong? So I can click through this, but let's say maybe I don't find the problem. Maybe I'm not as sharp as you are. And so I have to pull back out. And the beauty of this is because it's the Red Hat image, it was deployed through that simple CLI command. But because of its Red Hat image and a partnership that we've got with Red Hat, I can directly go into the Red Hat customer portal experience with a single sign-on connection and be able to access all of the Red Hat capabilities associated with this VM. They're absolutely linked as far as the support agents knowing the VM is in there and everything exactly. else. Exactly. Like so this is a single sign-on. They now know this VM's running in Azure. Mm -hmm. It's now connected to the Red Hat portal experience. And so I can go in, I can actually uh, exper experiment with the aspects of the virtual machine, or in this case, go ahead and open a support case. Mm -hmm. So I can go through this experience, We're sitting right here in the Red Hat portal. It's connected back to the VM that's running uh, in the Azure account. The beautiful part about this, the support engineers who this will go call are actually sitting fully co-located next to our support engineers. So when issues come in, they can basically pass things with a nudge versus with a phone call. Um, and so a lot, of, a lot of bruised ribs, obviously, in those types of communications, <laughs> but it does speed things up for customers, which, of course, is much more important than bruised ribs. Okay. So if this was a Windows box, I would just be able to open up an RDP window and connect up to my machine. What do you do on a Linux box? When you're connecting to a Linux box, the best way to do it is, is through an SSH command. And so if I'm right here sitting in my Mac, the beautiful part of the Mac is I've got the SSH command directly built in. And mm -hmm. so from here, I can do SSH and log straight into my virtual machine. Now, an important point here, I connect using an SSH key, right? And so this isn't a, a username and password. And so what I've done here is I've actually set up the config file to be able to auto-connect with the right key 
very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. And so I've got the, the host in here, Red Hat VM, that I just showed you in the portal. I've got the IP address for me to connect and the username. And of course, it points to the key in my directory. And so from here, I can go straight in and I can SSH right into that box. And so just typing in Red Hat uh, VM, and you see I'm already in, right? And so in here, of course, it's a Red Hat box. I can install anything I want. So uh, sudo yum install MySQL. And away I go, finds the latest one and installs it on the box, hmm. just like that. Now we've been working one-off machines right now at this point in time. Um, what are you able to do with templates? Because you said it works on the Linux side as well. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the templates that we showed last time, uh, very exciting. You can install these full applications. The same exact story is possible here on the Linux side. Mm -hmm. And so if I pull back out into the Azure portal uh, and then pull back to the, to the landing page, I can go in the same way that I've done in the last time, go straight into the templates section. Okay, and so here I've got the large variety of templates and capabilities available to me. I'm gonna go ahead and search for Red Hat. And so I search for Red Hat and I've got one here, ready to roll. So built by a good friend of mine, Boris. Right. Mm -hmm. So I click in, and so this is gonna tell me all the parameters that I pass in and what this thing does. I can then go straight into GitHub and take a look at the actual details. Mm -hmm. So clicking into GitHub, I can actually take a look at this template. I can even click visualize and take, take a view of what's being deployed, virtual machine, storage account, NIC. It allows me to get this really clean idea of what this app looks like. And so if I wanted to go edit this, I can click on the JSON, and here it is in GitHub, yep. so I can play with it. But you know, GitHub's nice, but it's not really a flashy experience. And so the other option that I can do is I can use Visual Studio Code running on a Mac to be able to visualize this JSON template. Cross-platform, works on Windows, works on Mac, works on Linux. There you go. Good stuff. Nice, nice formatting, too. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I did this uh, myself here. Uh, and so what you've got with, this, with the uh, deployment here in Visual Studio Code, that same template that I just showed you, it's all color-coded. It's very easy to see. You can click down and, and make it easier to sort of separate the parts. And so now that I've been able to work in Visual Studio Code and, and experiment all the different pieces and components that I've got, now maybe I want to actually deploy. And so if I go back to GitHub and actually take a look at the options here, right here in the GitHub parameters, I can see the Azure CLI commands to be able to launch this. So just a couple very simple commands. I can copy and paste them. I can go back to the CLI that I was working in before, paste them in, and away I go. It creates the group for me. It'll create the VM for me using that template sitting in GitHub, pulls it down, all of it ready to go. So what are some other things we're doing with Red Hat? In addition to all the infrastructure product that I just walked through, mm -hmm. we've also offered a capability to deploy OpenShift, Red Hat's platform as a service offering, directly on top of Azure infrastructure. Oh, okay. Are you keyed up to be able to show us that? No, absolutely not. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Let me show you. So <laughs> what we've got here is we've actually deployed OpenShift Enterprise directly on top of Azure infrastructure. And so you can take advantage of this very scalable, very agile platform as a service offering, but sitting on top of the agile Azure infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And so right here, I've got an application deployed. It's a MySQL application with a website. Very simple stuff. And so you can see here, I can click on this, and here's the website. Hello, Microsoft Mechanics. That's for you, Rick. And so you can see the website, the containers that are deployed, the IDs of those containers. And so this is the website that I built. So if I go back to that web console, I can actually take a look at the visualization of this application. So here, I've got the breakdown. I've got the different components that make up this application. And so I can very easily see and picture how this app works, the pieces that go together, and I can even sort of make them dance. Say, so look at that. <laughs> and so if I go back 
to the actual deployment. What's great about the platform as a service offering, it makes it really simple to change with my customers. And so right here, I've got three pods deployed. I can quickly go up and start scaling this, right? So let me scale it up to 14 pods. And just really, really quickly, I'll now be able to have this application scale out, be able to take more load on the website front end mm -hmm. without necessarily doing much work. So again, the power of OpenShift directly on Azure infrastructure. So we've seen up-to-date Red Hat Enterprise Linux images inside a marketplace. We've seen co-located support of engineers, the ability to link your support tickets from Azure portal over to the Red Hat portal as well for support. Mm -hmm. And you gave us a quick preview of Red Hat OpenShift. Well, that's all that we have time for today. You can keep on checking back to Microsoft Mechanics for more updates. Thanks for watching.